Well, welcome back to VG Emporium. Um, I hope you had fun. Uh, had a fun time with Donatello. Um, hope he didn't get a little too sappy on you. Sometimes does that, but you know, he's a romantic. You know, so what are you gonna do? And speaking of romantic, I'm happy to report that uh, my wife and I's uh, Valentine uh, Oceanside vacation was a uh, was very fun time. And to cap it all off, on Valentine, on Monday, we actually went to Muir Woods, and for the first, at least for the first time for me, and you know, it was a beautiful, just amazing experience just to be in those trees, those great ancients. So, what do I got for you today? We got a grab bag. You know, some uh, other podcasts they'll do free picks. I think uh, Pixelated Audio calls them expansion packs. But, um, yeah, I'm just going to be doing grab bags, getting, giving you some goodies. You're going to open it up, look in there, be a surprise what you got. There's no specific theme or topic this is all based off. This is just, you know, sharing it with the tracks that I just kind of like, you know, like just caught my fancy at the time. And I'm just going to, there you go. Here you can listen to them. And uh, I'm going to be sprinkling these grab bags throughout, you know. There's going to be many other grab bag episodes. So, yeah, it's going to be fun, fun time. And these grab bag episodes aren't going to be like, you know, big old info dumps, you know, just give you like the, the music, tell you the composer, maybe a little tidbit here and there, and then continue on to the next track. So this track we started out with is Tex-Mex uh, from Killer7 on the PS2, composed by Jun Fukuda. And if you're not familiar with Killer7, I would uh, suggest you go to YouTube, look up some videos, and uh, just, you know, be prepared to be flabbergasted. Not going to go more into that, just... Um, I'm going to plan on doing like a deep dive episode on the soundtrack and the game at some point because, you know, this is you know, one of my one of my favorite games. You know, I can honestly say that one of my favorite games and one of my favorite soundtracks from a game. It's just uh, so weird and bizarre and wacky and um, the visuals are just so appealing and the characters are just uh, as bizarre and wacky. But if you're more familiar with the uh, more uh, recent works of Suda51 and Grasshopper Manufacturer, then uh, you kind of know what you're going to be in for. And I will leave it at that. In the name of Harmon. Uh, so let's see here. What do we got inside this bag for you? To Coming up here next for you. Ooh. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Got a good one here for you. Tong City from Run Saber on the SNES. Composed by... Hikoshi Hashimoto.
That was Tong City from Run Saber on the SNES, composed by Hikoshi Hashimoto. And this is pretty much a uh, Strider clone, because, you know, you're just running around, slashing things, climbing on walls and ceilings, and doing crazy jumps and all this stuff. So you get to play as one of two uh, androids or cyborgs, I'm not sure what they exactly are, um, called Sabers. One male who has the power of lightning and the other female who has the power of ice. And you're taking on these uh, bioweapons that are trying to take over or destroy the world or something. And then on this stage, this music is from, you, uh, halfway through, you fight a renegade saber uh, who has the power of wind. And I'll say this, the uh, the stage layouts and the way how they look and also like the, the uh, monsters and everything that are in the game are just like look really good. And so is the music. I mean, as you can hear here, you know, um, I'd say most... Yeah, there's maybe one or two tracks in here in this game that are not that great, but for the most part, it's really good. And for some reason, um, Hikoshi was kind of obsessed with these... Uh, I'm going to play these couple samples here that kind of just show up throughout the game. <laughs> and the gameplay is pretty solid, too. A little bit about Hikoshi Hashimoto, not to be confused with Hiroshi Hashimoto. He's got a big old list of games that he's composed for, but the two that stand out for me um, are from the Sega 32X, are Cosmic Carnage and ATB Tour Championship Tennis. And those are some top-notch FM goodness right there. And speaking of goodness, let's reach back inside the goodie bag and see what's next here. Ooh, this is an interesting one. This next track here is called Sonic by Andrew Goodwin.
This one has always been an enjoyable listen. Uh, this has been Sonic, an original composition by Andrew Goodwin from uh, 1995. And before you say it, no, it's not that wretched rodent, as uh, A-O-S-T-H Robotnik was so fond of saying. Look him up, you're going to have a good laugh. But yeah, I came across this song um, way back in the day when Dogpile was still a relevant search engine and it had a feature on it where you could um, look for music, like search for music from sites. So like you would just plug in, say, you know, for example, I was looking for Sonic music and it came up with all the different like MP3s and waves or other kind of audio files that were on different sites. And uh, this one came up and I clicked on it. And I was like, ooh, what is this? I like this, this sounds so good. But alas, I don't have any information on Andrew Goodwin at all. I've tried looking him up again, and you know I can't find the site that I found this on or anything. Um, and but um, what I can say is it sounds like this might be a tracker tune. Definitely not a mod. There's more than four channels going on here, so I don't know. But that's yeah. But that's all I have on this thing. So um, let's reach on back into this bag. Oh, goody bag, goody bag. What will you have next for me? Ah, now this is a banger. This is Treasure Castle from Socket on the Sega Mega Drive, composed by, ooh, this is a big list, um, Yasuyuki Hamada, Shigenori Masuko, Yoko Suzuki, and Fumito Tamayama. Jolly Bounce Fest of a tune was Treasure Castle from Socket, aka Time Dominator, on the Sega Mega Drive, composed by Yasayuki Hamada, Shigenori Masuko, Yoko Suzuki, and Fumito Tamayama. And yeah, I really like this track. You know, that bass is just really happy and bouncy all over the place. All the patches are really nice and beefy and clean. I mean, listen to that horn, that brass patch right there. Oh, yeah. Just really, really good stuff. This kind of came out like, you know, around the same time as, you know, Shinobi 3 came out and just after Streets of Rage 2 and, you know, before Sonic and 3 and Knuckles and Streets of Rage 3, you know, just like, so it's just like, you know, the Sega Mega Drive sound hardware just being pushed further and further into like these really just good s soundtracks. 
Now, what little I know of this game is that um, I believe you play as like some kind of android duck with a plug for a tail that travels through time, through stages which are very much like Sonic. Gameplay is very much like Sonic's, but it has like three stage sets, so, like a speed stage, labyrinth stage, and collects like adventure stage, whatever. This is a very strange game. Uh, and I just want to know who came up with the goofy-ass idea to make it a duck with a plug tail. Literally, a plug coming out of its butt. With a striped hat, striped shirt, shoes very much like Sonic's, and a shorts. He's got some serious tood going on there. I mean, if you look at a picture, if you look up Socket Time Dominator, and look at that face. That face is just screaming. I got two, and I gotta go fast, get electricity, and stop Time Dominator. He's just so goofy looking. But enough about plug-in ducks. Let's get on with our bag here. Let's see. Getting down to the bottom here. Mmm. This here's some dancey Game Boy goodness. This is the menu music for the Game Boy memory cart. The composer is as of yet unknown. Hope you enjoyed that menu music from the Game Boy Memory Cart with the composer unknown.
And what exactly is this thing? Well, it was a little uh, Game Boy cartridge that had space up to for up to seven games to be loaded onto it through um, special kiosks that were, um, you know, this was only available in Japan. And it was basically just the Nintendo licensed flash cart. But um, it was only you were only able to actually put games on there through their like the kiosks made by Nintendo. And also, I think there were Super Nintendo versions of this as well. Ah, and uh, one little fun tidbit is um, if you stick this into a Game Boy Color, the menu music is different. And um, I'm actually holding that one aside for another episode because um, you know I have some thoughts on on who composed that version of it because it's uh, very different from this version. Yeah, it's a little more a little more kind of funky than dancey. And that's about all I have to say on this delightful little piece of white plastic. I think we're getting to the last goodie inside this grab bag here. Let me give it a little shake. Ah! Looks like we got an original chip tune here. This is a High Tech Environment 3. Made with the AdLib Tracker by uh, Benjamin Jaradin. That awesome little tune was High Tech Environment 3 by Benjamin Jaradin. And it is an original chip tune made in and is a demo song for um, AdLib Tracker 2. And I am going to let myself do a uh, nerd info dump here. So, as Samuel L. once famously said in Jurassic Park, hold on to your butts. So, as the name would suggest, the, um, this is a tracker that emulates the uh, 
AdLib sound card, or more specifically, the Yamaha YM3812 sound chip. And it's also referred to as the OPL2. And so what it is, it's a uh, two-op FM sound chip, meaning that it has one carrier and one modulator, but that doesn't stop it from creating like these big, awesome sounds as you can hear in this track. And it also has some features that the uh, other, that the uh, OPN family of the FM sound chips would have the four operators. And that is its ability to uh, change the waveforms that are being modulated. So as where most frequency modulation is done with sine waves, it can actually uh, change those signs. So it could be, you know, a regular sign, you know, go up and down and then back up. Or it can be uh, up and down and then stop and then be silenced or go up and down then immediately back up and down without the uh, negative space. And then it can be um, half sign. So like it'll be go up and then stop silence and then up and then being making it a pseudo sawtooth. Kind of wonky to describe without a visualization, but you know, yeah, do what I can do. And then another cool thing is that it has uh, two modes on it. So one is uh, it has a nine channel mode to where, you know, it's just nine channels of making sound. But then the second mode is that it only gives you six channels of sound, but then gives you five channels of uh, preset percussion sounds that are made with the, you know, the chip. But those percussion sounds are not as beefy as they could be as you make your own drum patches, as you can tell as uh, Benjamin is doing with this track. And now it is time to release the holding of your butts and tell you what little I do know of Benjamin here. And that is that he is a... Uh, Demo Scener usually mostly uses uh, AdLib. Um, I what I found some of his stuff on a site called the SceneStream.net, but that's as much as I can find of his stuff. But um, you know, like if you download AdLib Tracker Tool, you'll be able to find. I think he's done like four demos for it too, which I think is a couple of them on this site as well. But that's all I got on Benjamin. And unfortunately, that's all I have left for you today as well. And I hope you enjoyed this uh, shorter, less info dumpy style of episode. And I definitely know I'll be doing uh, more of these as I go on because you know, I kind of enjoyed this. Just being able to share just some random tracks with you that, you know, that I've enjoyed through the years or that kind of like, you know, caught my ear recently. You know, who knows? Little surprises all the time. And speaking of surprises, I'm going to be guesting on uh, Rhythm and Pixels with Robin Purnell next week. It's going to get crazy. It's going to be wacky. You know, madness will abound. So I'm really looking forward to that. And as far as what will be coming up next on here on BG Emporium, um, I'm debating whether if I'll do something in the same topic that I'll be doing with um, Robin Purnell or if uh, something else that I've been kind of working on the last few weeks. Uh, we'll see how my mood strikes me at the time. And I'd like to thank you for once more joining me here on BG Emporium. Um, I've been your host, Rage Cage. Uh, you can find me on all the social medias, R-A-Y-J, K-A-Y-J. You know, usually posting original chip tunes I make or making a fool of myself beatboxing and then you'll also find me kind of hanging around the XVGM and Rhythm and Pixels discord servers as well kind of popping in every once in a while you can also find BG Emporium on uh, said social medias as well as on your favorite podcatcher so be it Spotify, Apple, Google Stitcher's been kind of funky so I don't know about that but you can check it out and see if it's on there once more thank you for coming to shop at BG Emporium and uh, you know Hope to see you next time. Though I can't actually see you. Probably she is a better turn of phrase. Oh well.